Welcome to Childish Behavior, the mythical adventures of two fantastic family pastors. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Childish Behavior with Rick and Aaron. And today in the internet studios, we have the one, the only... Ryan Frank. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. I'm pumped to be here today. We're going to have a great conversation. In a way, you you are kind of a, a catalyst to what what good led to childish behavior, which is, I don't know if you should brag about that or not. I, don't know. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. Well, no doubt. I just, uh, I wanted to thank you, Ryan, for what you've done and who you are, Manthers and Kidmen Megacon. And uh, I really needed that escape to be with my tribe and i met aaron on the second day and that's pretty neat started talking and realizing how how much we had in common like 15 minutes went by we were walking around and doing some stuff and we're like are we are we best friends we kept staying connected after kidmen megacon and then we made plans to serve on the serving team last year and i got to get a peek behind the curtain and it was just okay awesome. so i just wanted to thank you for the uh, the relationships and the things that you guys probably don't know that you inspire in people. And I just wanted to thank you. Well, that's it. That's really neat to hear. Thanks for sharing that story. I was just going to say it was, it's, it's been kind of cool, you know, because MegaCon and right around the corner, which is yep. why we wanted to have you on now. And really, yep. in a way, that event is what set the stage for so many cool things to happen. There are so many things that I feel like have branched out of that conglomerate if you would um which me and you've actually yep. met i think the first time at a answers in genesis they were they did a children's conference. yeah i don't know if you remember that i do i do remember and, that and that's when i i started following uh what you were doing then and that's how i got informed about megacon and eventually it led me into going to kidman academy and all that kind of stuff which have my certificate on the wall which is quite awesome that's cool uh, i love that Love it. It's all kind of a cool connection. So it's just cool to see everything you're doing and how it is impacting people. Yeah, well, that's cool. I appreciate the encouragement, guys. Um, how's the podcast going? It is going well. We, going we, we enjoy it. Like, it's fun for us because on one hand, it's, it's very cathartic for us, being that he is in Kentucky and mm -hmm. I'm in Georgia. And it allows us to be accountability partners and talk, but mm -hmm. also to, to be able to to use our creativity to also encourage other people. And uh, God put a burden on both of our heart to stay connected. We enjoy it. It's been it's been awesome. And a lot of the people that we have have interviewed or got to meet were contacts that we met at Megacon. So, okay. Yeah. I think one of our first guests was uh, was Remix Education. Yeah. Uh, and then David Laughlin, who both have come to my church, all relationships that were made there at Megacon. Um, That's neat. Which, which is awesome. It's just awesome to see the impact of these things, which I, I feel like when I watch what, like when I, when I get log on Facebook, there's something else Ryan Frank is, is doing now. <laughs> hey, yeah. Always something <laughs> new. You stay busy. You stay busy. Always something new. Yep. You got. Yep. You've got the I Love Kidman page, Facebook page, which I think has been a huge encouragement. Mm. Um, yep. Kids Matter Magazine. Uh, yeah. Which I I love Kids Matter Magazine. There was oh, actually thank you. there was a article I helped with in this last um, 
thing. Me and my wife wrote something for one of the uh, the Christmas little articles in there. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. It, she, they wanted us to do recipes, and I am not a cook by any mm-hmm. means of the imagination. So my wife, yeah. So I said, I'll do the devotional side of it if you can help me come up with the recipe side. Of it. I love it. Uh, love um, it. That's cool. Thanks yeah. for doing that. Yeah, oh, I loved it. It was so much fun. Um, you've got constantly. There's books coming out of the Kidman Library, um, mm-hmm. Kidman Academy. You got Ryan's. Five things Kidman. Friday, man. I always look forward to that. Got the five things Friday. Yeah, I got the member the mentorship program. All these are just there's just so much there. And then to top it all off, y'all try to give some Kidman leader a new car every year. So I mean, just we do. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I was excited this year was a Ford. That kind of got me excited. Yeah, yeah. I think (laughs) actually, I think this morning we bought the giveaway car. So I'll know here in a few minutes. That's, That's awesome. So we're excited about that. Yep. That's so yep. awesome. You have so many people that are listening to you, and yep. you are a, a great influence and seem to have your thumb right on the pulse of children's ministry and ministries and stuff. And you've got so much going on. How do you maintain that balance? I've got a lot of things going on, but I see you mm-hmm. doing so many things. And just for me, I just wanted a, a peek behind the curtain a little bit, especially for other people too, that may be like, dude, this guy is a workhorse. How does mm-hmm. he get everything done and spend time with his family? I think sometimes yep. like people like me can get overwhelmed and go like, I must not be doing everything right because how in the world can he have that much stuff popping out? And I'm, barely trying to survive over here, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that, you know, that's a good question. And you got to be really, first of all, you got to be really careful about comparing yourself to other people. That can be a trap for any of us can get into a trap and a deep hole when we start comparing ourselves to each other and looking at, Hey, wish I could do that. Or I wish I could do that that way. Or, um, you know, I think for me, I do have a lot going on, but I've also learned that really everybody's got a lot going on. It's just different kinds of things. For me, what what helps me is, in a nutshell, um, staying organized and building a team. And if the more organized I stay, the more focused day to day, and then the more I am really pouring into my team and your team doesn't have to be paid employees. A majority of my team that are helping me are volunteers and people that are mm-hmm. just willing to pitch in and help and serve the Lord in different areas. Um, but you start doing it all on your own and you're going to find that you're going to hit your lid really quick. And oh, yeah. if you're not organized you're and you don't choose, set your priorities and you're going to find yourself busy all day only to get to the end of the day and be like, wow, I didn't really get much done. Get to the end of a week get to the end of a month, get to the end of the year. And you're like, well, I was felt like really had a busy year, but what did I do? So um, it's super tempting day to day to um, do the things that you want to do first and the things that are easy for you to do first. Right. And it might be email or Facebook or, you know, jumping on Facebook marketplace or whatever, YouTube, like busy work kind of stuff. So, so what you got to choose to do is you got to choose to kind of Put that stuff, keep it on your list, but you got to choose every day. I'm going to focus on the most important things that I need to do today. And they're not always going to be enjoyable things. I think it was one of, I don't remember if it was in the Kidman Academy or some course or some training you were doing. And you, I think what you said was put your first things first, was I think the words you used, um, in which I thought was pretty good, is you, you 
prioritize life and okay, this is what needs to happen. Do that right away. Then you can then doing all the other stuff that you want to do will be easy after that point because you're not stressing this anymore because you've got it completed already. Well, that's it. That's it. Um, Mark Twain. And if you've watched very many of my videos or listened to me much, you've heard me quote him a million times. Um, this quote, he said, if you eat a live frog first thing every morning, nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. So when you think about productivity and you think about staying focused on the important things, if you'll eat the frog first, like mm -hmm. if you'll do the most difficult, gross, I mean, eating a frog is gross. Nobody wants to do it. But if you did eat a frog first thing in the morning, everything else is going to go better. So what are those important things I focus on first in the day that are going to really impact whatever it is um, that needs to happen that's really important personally, in my family, in my church? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of reward yourself. You get those few things done at the beginning of the day, and then you're able to focus on the fun stuff and the things that you enjoy and yeah. the random stuff. And yeah, that makes a huge difference. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I have ADD really bad, and uh, me and my wife had to sit down very early on in my ministry. I've been doing ministry for 21 years now, yep. and uh, I, I've got a, a sheet, basically, that I, I go by that this is what Mondays are going to look like. This is what Tuesdays are going to look like. I love that. This yep. is what Wednesdays, Thursdays are going to look like. And, of course, you know in ministry, nothing ever goes the way you want them to be. Because, you know, like as soon as you sit mm -hmm. down to do something, you'll get a call. You have to go to the hospital. Uh, something yep. comes up. But it does keep me on task because someone like me, where my brain is running 100 miles an hour and going all over the place, I'll want to do something that's due next week when I should be working on something this week. And uh, I've learned over uh -huh. the years of dealing with that, you know. Of, of having balance and having guards up and having people to help you with that and, and, uh, and stuff. So that's really cool. I, I read a book when I was on mm -hmm. vacation. Uh, this I don't is, know if you've heard of it. two books he's read in his life. Yeah. The second two. book. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it actually didn't have pictures this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah. I've read a bunch of books, but, uh, the myth of balance. I don't know if you've heard that about that, Ryan. I have yeah. heard of it. I haven't read it, but I have heard of that book. It's a pretty yep. good book, man. You could get through it within a day, but I love I love mm -hmm. it because you hear that word balance all the time, and it shows you that what we think of as balance is a little different <laughs> than what yeah. we're – it's like a different definition in ministry of what balance yeah. means. And uh, it's, yeah. it's by the Orange Group, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. so I would highly encourage anybody to read it. So it's a quick read, but it was really cool. And uh, I always on vacation, I, I try to, you know, keep my phone away and try to rely on God and spend time with my That's family. Good. But also, you know, keep learning, you know, and reading. Mm -hmm. And so definitely reading yep. that. But uh, like. That's good. What do you what do you do, Ryan, to like keep you sharp and uh, to because you are a leader to so many mm -hmm. leaders? Mm -hmm. What what is what, what are some of the things that you do in your life daily to keep you on top? Because we can't take people places that we've never been ourselves. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, and, and I, I think too, just breaking this wall down of comparison, because some people will say, man, how does that guy do that? But. What are, mm -hmm. what are some things that you prioritize or that you do to help you be the leader to so many others? 
Yeah, it's a great question. And I, you know, back to what you just said about, you know, how does that guy do so much and kind of going back to the whole comparison thing, really, at the end of the day, we each have to look at what is God, what are, what's God want me to do? What are the desires of my heart? Mm. Um, what opportunities has God placed in front of me? And whatever those opportunities are, whatever those desires of my heart are, whatever those dreams and visions that God puts within me, I'm going to pursue that with excellence. And it's going to look different for all of us. Oh, yeah. And if you're if you're going to do it and do it well, and if you're going to keep taking more, and if you're going to go to a new level, it's really important to um, grow your capacity as a, as a leader where you can't, where you're ready for more. So I'm going to be talking about this at MegaCon in a couple of weeks. I oh, think it's going cool. to be my opening keynote. I'm going to talk about growing or enlarging your capacity because everybody wants more. They want their ministry to grow. They want their kids to flourish. They want to be a better husband, a better wife, a better kids pastor. Um, that we want all of this in our life, but then what are we doing to really structure our lives to be ready for that next thing? And we've got to be super intentional. So yeah, when you ask me, like, what am I doing? It, you know, it kind of varies from season to season. So um, really haven't read as much. I used to really try to read like a book every month. And this year I've not read as much. What I've been doing when I have downtime is I'm reading like crazy what um, the people in the children's ministry community are saying. So if I have some downtime on the couch in the evening, I'm jumping over to the I Love Kidman group and I'm reading every post. I'm reading every comment when I'm posting a video or something on YouTube or a podcast and people leave comments. I'm reading every comment. I'm trying to reply to every comment. And so I've really spent this year, 2019, and really trying to understand and stay as well connected as I can to the Kidman community as I can by reading the comments. And it really does take a lot of time to do all that. And that's been good for me. It's taught me. It's made me more empathetic toward the needs of the children's ministry community. It's helped me um, stay current on what are the conversations that are happening and what's kind of trending. Um, what are the opportunities out there that these churches are taking advantage of. And I really wouldn't know all this stuff. I don't feel like I would know near as much if I didn't take time to read what everybody was saying and listening. So for me, that's really helped me the last in this, you know, this, I would say last six or eight months, nine months is really trying to listen, listen, listen to the community. Um, I also think it's really important that you do whatever you can to be influenced by people that are, at what I call like the next level. Mm, so whatever that That's next good. level is. So if you want to, if you're having financial problems and you really wish you had a little more money in the bank so that you could get your bills paid and so that you could give a little more to the church and save some money back for your kid's college. If you know you need to grow in your finances, you need to listen to some people that have something to say and have some expertise about finances that are at that next level. If you feel like you need to be a better parent, find somebody at the next level and listen to them. If you feel like you need to be a better communicator, or if, you know, I really want to start doing more media stuff, then you need to absorb content, listen to people that are at that next level mm. that are doing it, that are going to mm. kind of lift you up. Right. So, yeah, so I'm always on the lookout for pastors that I can learn from that I feel like are, um, 
you know, really leading and leading well, or even entrepreneurs or um, people that have something to say about um, relationships and marriage and that kind of stuff and listening. So whether it's podcasts or listening to a book or catching their sermons, um, you know, on a podcast, I really, really think that the people that you allow to influence you are going to directly um, impact the direction that you go. So Yes, definitely. I, and I want I want to I want to allow those inputs into my life that are going to take me to a new level and help me expand, not help me um, go backwards. Now, we're always going to be around people that are negative or critical or aren't thinking next level. Right. But I want I, I only want those people to influence me to a degree. So I really want to allow those other voices in my head. They're going to help me think bigger, dream bigger. Yes. Pray bigger, believe bigger. Um, that's a big one for me. And it could even be somebody that I may not agree with. It might be somebody that maybe they're not even a believer, but there's some things I can learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean, yeah. you, see, you see it in scripture all the time. You see it in scripture uh-huh. all the time where God has taken even even uh, negative things and he's turned it into good. You know, he had he had people who weren't very good build, build rebuild the temple, you know. I think you hit a nail right on the head where it's the greatest tool to become better is you have to be willing to learn. You you have to yep. be willing to learn from those who are going to teach you something new. And But if we sit here and talk to the same people that are just going to give us exactly what we want, right. then totally. we're not, we're not going to grow it, grow it all, which is kind of cool. Totally. Um, I've heard Craig Rochelle when he preaches talk about this before, and then I've heard other people. So I don't know where the quote originates from. I first heard it from Craig Rochelle, but then I've heard other people say it too. And that is that you're going to be the average of your five closest friends. So if you look at your five closest friends, you're going to be the average. So really look at um, who are the people that you're listening to the most, hanging around the most, talking to on the phone the most, texting to the most. And make sure that they're people that are at least going the direction you want to go, that they are walking with the Lord and they've got a vision for their life. Maybe they're thinking big too. Yeah, I think every once in a while it's good just to evaluate. Like literally, if I had to write, sit down and write down my five closest friends, who would they be? And how do I really feel about that? Do I feel like if I'm the average of these people, that I'm going to go the direction I want to go, that I'm going to be the person that I believe God wants me to be? And if so, that's great. If not, let's look at who else can we put into the mix. That's right. That's so good. That's so good. You yep. got to have people that are going to grow you. That's so good. Big going on in, in the world of Ryan Frank right now that you'd want to share with, with our listeners. That's funny. Yeah. I, so the a couple things that I don't know that this impacts the Kidman world, but Beth and I did buy a car wash and we're opening up a drive through convenience store. Have you guys ever been to a drive through convenience store? You no. literally drive your car through it? I have not. That's kind of cool. So yeah, they, they have them in, we're in Indiana and they have them... Are, our neighboring state, Ohio, they're all over Ohio. And there are a few that we've spotted around Indiana, but it's literally what it is. So we bought this car wash that when it was built like 15 years ago, it was built for a drive through convenience store. And the guy, they opened it for like one summer, couldn't get good help. So they kind of shut it down. So we're reopening this drive through convenience store. So you literally drive through, you don't get out of your car, you roll your window down and you order coffee or Sounds like my special fountain drinks. Like I want to do a hundred things all at one time. That's, that's me. I don't know. It's yeah. So so that, that is me. We're kind of deep into that. We've 
have had the car washed for eight weeks now. Next week, we're getting a new a new automatic wash installed, and we're like probably six weeks away from opening this drive-through convenience store. So that's that's going on in the world of Ryan and Beth Frank, and we're we are documenting the story on my Instagram stories. So if you want to keep up with it. That's kind of where I'm telling the car wash story is. That's the Instagram story. That's Ryan cool. Frank 75. Let's take a brief pause for a childish behavior commercial break. Today's episode is sponsored by Side Hug. Side Hug is the best way to hug people that is not your spouse. If people are coming up to the side of you and they're trying to get all up in your bubble, sidestep and side, side hug. hug. What is this? What? What do you want? You meant to read what? What? What is this? This is, this is an ad? Don't we have enough ads already? Uh, whatever. I'll read it, but I'm going to hate it already. I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to hate it. Um, wait, what does this say? Is this, are you serious? We have a merch site now? Like, like we can get shirts and like a hoodie or a hat. Uh, what, about, what about like a, a butt? I can get a button too. It's pretty epic. I like buttons. So you want me to plug our merch site and tell tell everybody here that we if they go over to childishbehaviorministries.com, which is our which is our new website we just opened up, and they click the button on the front page that says childish behavior merch, they're gonna take them to our merch website and they can get them some childish behavior merch. That's what you want me to tell them. That's it. Nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna tell this. Are we making anything off of this? Or is this like everything else we do, where we are literally just, we're basically just breaking even. We're breaking even again. So why are we doing it? Oh, okay, okay. So people can promote childish behavior, and so so that we can we can ex- we can spread our focus and reach reach new people and and let them know about childish behavior podcast so that they too can enjoy this content and they can be uplifted through the crazy antics that is childish behavior you know what i'll do it i don't hate it completely and i'm sorry so as i already said you've already heard go to childishbehaviorministries.com click the button get your childish behavior swag on this has been Aaron. Lakes. From the makers of Sleepy Time and Siestaville comes Nap. Are you tired of being tired? Well, guess what, my friend? With Nap, it can make all the difference. Please see your doctor and consult with your physician as nap may not be for everyone. But just know that if you are sad, tired, hangry, angry, mad at the world, you might need a nap. Um, we are working on a new project. Um, it'll be an- announced here first because I haven't announced this to anybody. But we're working on a new project called Kid Men Search. And what it's going to be is it's going to be a. You heard it here first. Um, heard it here first. Sweet and breaking on, news. 
this is breaking news. We're going to officially announce it at MegaCon, but it is a job board, an online job board for kids pastors and churches are looking for kids pastors. Oh, so man, there cool. are some job boards out there, but none that I know of that are really just for children's ministry. And so if you're a children's pastor, it'll be free to submit your resume. So that's what we're working on this week and next. Man, that'd be but awesome. Last week is hey, if you've got a resume, if you're looking for a job, and then if you're a church that is looking to hire somebody, you can post your your job opening or ministry opportunity there. And so it'll be um, an online way to connect churches. That's kind of cool. Is that is there kids what's, pastors? What was the official name going to be? You know, Kidmen Search. That's yeah, kidmensearch.com. The website might even be up, but I don't know if it's all the way done yet. But it's kidmensearch.com. And then we've got some really cool stuff in the cooker that I can't, I'm not, we're not ready to announce yet, but we're going to be ready oh. at MegaCon with the uh, Download Youth Ministry guys. Oh, so are you yes. familiar with Download Youth Ministry? Yes. We're going to give us so a we've llama. Got, hey, you never know. You never <laughs> know. Um, but yeah, the, the Download Youth Ministry team is going to be at MegaCon and we're working on some Kidmen, a couple Kidmen projects together with that I think that. Everybody, if you're a kid's pastor, you're going to love this new stuff that we're going to start doing with That's Download awesome. Youth Ministry. Man, I love Doug Fields and the purpose-driven youth ministry. Uh, I was hired on as a youth pastor. We opened our yep. first Sunday. And uh, I have I, before then, you know, as an intern for four years, I was working in, you know, a Baptist church small Baptist yep. church, but it had a big youth ministry and a big kids ministry. So I was yep. already doing kids stuff. You know, I was VBS. Oh yeah. The first yep. Sunday, my pastor looks at me and he's like, we have more children than we have youth. What do you think about children? I was like, dude, let's do it. So I officially yeah. became the family pastor like a year into my ministry, my, my first church. And that was mm -hmm. in, wow, two, like 1999, I guess. Okay. So yep. you really didn't hear family wow. pastors back then. Uh, you didn't yep. hear a lot about that, but I was, you know, but I know a lot of people, if you were the youth pastor, you were probably doing the children too. But uh, mm -hmm. it just, uh, my love for it over my 20 years of ministry, I've kind of flip-flopped at different roles. And I'm officially the family pastor and I'm in charge of the children now, but uh, I've done youth and stuff. And so Doug Fields, I love uh, that. man, he really spoke into my life at a time that I needed it. And uh, so that's I really that. cool. I, I, I follow I, a lot of the download youth ministry stuff. We're trying to get them to get on our, uh, mm -hmm. we've talked to them a couple of times about getting them set up to talk with us. And uh, which, so that's really it's been cool. A, it's one of those ships passing yeah. the nights thing. We just haven't been able to set a date. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well, I I was able to meet Doug Fields for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and it was kind of like a bucket list thing for me yes. because kind of like you, I followed him, it seems like forever. Um, and yeah, super, super, super nice guy and just great people. They love the Lord. They love youth ministry. And um, so, yeah, those are a couple of things we're working on. And I'm blessed to be here awesome. with you guys today. This was a real treat. Because our history is tied up in Megacon, we talk yep. a lot about the benefits of Kidmen Megacon a lot. And, yep. and a lot of our uh, the speakers and the different people that have come on are a part of that as well. 
Um, but yeah. we wanted to also just get out to our listeners more about uh, why it's important. And so could you give uh-huh. us kind of a, uh, a short description of something that's so big? <laughs> it might be hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's really neat to see what the Lord's done in such a short time because this will be only be our third Megacon in two weeks, and it continues to grow every year. And it's just really, a, I mean, it's a three-day event with um, worship, keynote speakers, um, a ton of breakouts. We call them deep dives and fuel-ups where you can go to smaller rooms and learn about niche topics. We have like 150 vendors that are there with Kidmen resources, anything from Vacation Bible School to games to puppets to worship DVDs to T-shirts. Which that, Not anything that you can that use in Kidmen. That is my Kid favorite part in a lot of it, to be honest. Well, it is. That. Yeah, me too. I, that's one of my favorite parts about conferences, just learning about all these resources that are out there. Yes. Um, we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we're giving away a car. Someone's going to leave with the 2019 Ford Fusion, so which is going to be pretty sweet. Um, I'll have, we'll have the keys and the title ready to sign over. And it's it's just great because, you know, in kids ministry, it's a good reminder that you're not alone. And we, although there are a lot of good resources for us, like the I Love Kidmen Facebook group and all of these online places where we can connect with other leaders it's just really neat to gather to church with um, a lot of other people that are doing what you're doing week after week that love kids and families. And for me, it's conferences like this have always been a shot in the arm to make it, yes. you know, through another year in ministry. Yes, sir. And that pump. Yeah. So if you, if you need a shot in the arm, try to get to a conference, a good conference where you can gather with other people and connect with the Lord and learn some new skills and week. there's still time to get tickets. So, Nashville, Tennessee, KidmanNation.com. If you're interested in making it, even for just a day, we'd love to have you. I tell you this, Ryan. Um, I was I was going through one of the worst years of my life. You know, yeah. Like so many yep. like things fell through, or a death in the family. We had we had three deaths in our actual family, and then had two deaths of people here at my church that were like father figure type guys to me. My my father mm-hmm. would give me the shirt off his back and he is a great father, but he's not a spiritual father. And so uh-huh. these two men that passed away in the same year, they were kind of like my spiritual dads. And I was, I was, you know, I, I actually even called at one point uh, yeah. uh, Jack Henry and I said, dude, it's just not going to happen this year. I I appreciate the free ticket and he prayed Mm -hmm. with me and he said, dude, please come, please come, man, please be, come on, Uh come on, come on, come on. You know, I was, I was really struggling and I was questioning things and, and I, 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 I'm not even going to lie. I was even questioning if I was doing any good, you know, just because of all the different hurt and losses that have gone on. We had a Mm -hmm. really, um, I'm not going to go too, far into it but we had a very toxic situation happening at our church uh mm-hmm. which is totally fixed now which is great mm-hmm. god thank praise god for that but yeah. I, I was you know passing by the mcdonald's going you know what i wonder if i could flip some hamburgers you know that yep. kind of thing yep. and uh 
my wife sat down and talked to me and she said, Ricky, you, I really think you need to go to this thing. She's like, you know, Jack's paid for it for you. Uh, he, you know, it'll be a good time for you and him to reconnect. Um, mm-hmm. he, we used to be in the same county together and hung out a bunch. And then he moved to Florida and I didn't see him anymore. And I was like, you know what? Okay. I'm, go- I'm going. And I just think about all the things that I would have missed out on if I yeah. hadn't have gone. And I love that. What you guys fed into us and mm-hmm. it, it helped me. I know you said to kind of gas up, mm-hmm. but it was, I've been to so many conferences before and Kidman Megacon was like my favorite of all the ones that, I mean, in 20 years of going to conferences, it was my favorite one that I've ever been to. And oh, that's cool. for y'all's first year, I was like, what? This is their first year? You guys were running like one that's been going forever. It was so you know? good. And, it was so oh, that's good. cool. Like, that's how good it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think God knew that I needed a friend that, that was similar to me. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, during that time, I, you know, when you're going through a dark time in your life and you're going through questioning stuff, um, and as a pastor, sometimes you feel lonely because there's not a lot of people that, that understand truly what you're going through like another pastor does, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I really do think that God used you guys and used Aaron and uh, a lot of the teaching and a lot of the different things to, to put, to give me my why back, why I do what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you guys helped me remember my why, yeah. why I got into it. Remember that God called me to it. And if he called me to it, he's going to help me through it. And he's going to equip me to do the job, even when it looks dark, you know? And so I just want oh, yeah. to thank you yeah. for that. I love I love that you shared that story. I love it. I, I was and, just some clueless guy in ministry. So hey, that's it. Just trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually came out of uh I came out of the military. I was a chaplain assistant in the military and came into ministry. Knew God had put on my heart to be in children, work with children and families. And yeah. I was just looking for anything where I could learn and grow from because because that you know, military, that's what everything's about. It's always about learning and growing uh-huh. and trying to be the best you can. And I was like, I need something. And then Answers and Genesis had a children's ministry conference. And then I met you there. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, there's there's this other conference. And I went there and I was like, oh, my goodness, I can. This is great. You know, and, and it, it grew me and we, me and Rick, like he said, we met. And just so many relationships came out of that. That's so event, cool. Which, that's so which cool. Is, which is what it's really about in the grander scheme of things, um, which is, it what, is what made it so cool is, is if we can come together as, as sometimes I think one of the greatest things from the two megacons I've been to is mm-hmm. it was not necessarily everything y'all did not saying anything against you, but it wasn't every, everything mm-hmm. y'all did. It was interacting with the other people in ministry next to me. You know, seeing That's what it. they did. Oh, you know, yeah. Hearing from the leaders yep. who, who walked the path, but at the same time, hearing from the people that are sitting in the room with me trying to learn what that guy's learning. You know, exactly. And that was what was so cool. Plus, I have a cool picture painting on my wall of a of a really bad ah, a beautiful painted, one. A, be- a beautiful piece of art. Yeah. <laughs> a painting, a really bad painting of a tiger. I mean, a, a great 
a I mean, great painting that I'm going to yep. be selling off. I'm just Dude, we worked so hard <laughs> to get you that tiger hoodie, man. Dude, me and him were doing everything. I was like, we will get you a tiger it, hoodie, man. Like I was what's, helping what's so crazy and stuff. Is the, I love it. The whole give a man a hoodie thing was literally yep. an idea we came up with like maybe 20 minutes after meeting and we just did it. And oh then, my gosh. And that's how all this started and how the, the, the build and it had, if you don't know what that is, you can go on the, I love Kidman page and you can look up, give a man a hoodie. Just, uh, just search, give a man a hoodie. And it is, it is everywhere. It is hilarious. And I have a hoodie. Yep. It sets behind me on my desk and I've got my tiger painting. It's, it's awesome. It was, it was fun times, you know, and to be able to get around and be fun like that was kind of cool. Um, that is cool. It is cool. So if you ever need somebody to run uh, social media during the conference, you just holler at me. I got you. Hey, seriously. <laughs> we can make some crazy, hilarious things happen. But yep, I think so. Yep. I, I, I truly yep. do love everything y'all doing, and just thank you for the constant encouragement and just pouring into us through through your different outlets with your mentorship program with Kidmen Academy with I Love Kidmen and Kids Matter Magazine yep. and all these awesome things that y'all are doing to help us grow our ministry. Thank you. Well, hey, you're very welcome. Yep, it's an honor and a real blessing. I'm proud to be you guys' friend and let's do one of these podcasts again. Yes, sir. Yes. Sometime soon and let's keep the conversation rolling. I'm proud yes. of what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Sir. Now, now it's time, it's time for, for the childish question of the day. What snack do you sneak out of the nursery the most? I know it's a little cliche, and we always joke about goldfish crackers. I really do like goldfish, and I really do like um, vanilla wafers. And our two- and three-year-old class always has, like, a stash of vanilla wafers. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say it's a toss-up between goldfish and vanilla wafers. <laughs> If people want to learn more about Ryan Frank and all the Ryan Frank ministries, I think the best place is just go to ryanfrank.com because when you go there, it's got you'll all see the all my links. links for social yes. stuff and yeah, all of our all of our ministries and links and logos and stuff are there. Um, so yeah, ryanfrank.com and we'd love to connect with everybody throughout the day and throughout the week on Instagram and YouTube and all that good stuff. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Have a great day. Hey, thank you guys, too. Let's keep in touch, all right? Yes, sir. Will do. Hey, this is Ryan. I'm here with Rick and Aaron. And thanks for listening to Childish Behaviors. Listen, stay childish. Be a frog first thing in the morning.